0: Previously on Stig Larson's The Girl with the Magic Tattoo. <laughs> nice.
1: <laughs>
0: Previously <laughs> on Free Willy ever. 4, Willy Strikes Back.
1: No, that's
0: a good one. Previously on Gordon Ramsay's <laughs> This magic is fucking raw! Oh, I love
1: it.
0: <laughs> the gang fights a vicious underwater marauder who has wounded Kenny in the archives room. Herman concocts a Rube Goldberg-esque Routine for killing the intruder. After a tough fight against the Sogwin and their shark mount, the gang emerges victorious. Shark teeth are extracted. In some cases, lasting friendships were formed. It's discovered that the Sogwin is a member of the Black Shark underwater retrieval team, and was tasked by the Abbey with retrieving a book from the ruins. And that's more or less, uh, what happened last episode.
2: Real quick, can we yeah. check with how great of a
0: title Underwater Marauder would be? That's my metal band. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it is. that is a pretty decent title, though, I will say. So, where we pick up is, you are in the archives room. Um, you have just dispatched the Sogwin. You've looted the body. Uh, you came away with the kelp-bound journal, which contained the record... Uh, of the request from a friar to locate the book, or a book. You also uh, looted a magical glaive, uh, which we will talk about... I guess we'll talk about it now. The Underwater Glaive, or the Glaive of the Sea, I want to say is what the actual actual yes, name is. The Glaive of the Sea. The Glaive of the Sea, which while attuned to it uh you get the normal like thrown properties has a range of 60 feet uh once thrown and once you're attuned to it the weapon can be re-summoned as a bonus action um and then once per turn when you hit with it it will do 2d6 acid damage
3: a weapon that Herman can't throw away, because it literally comes back to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the
2: perfect Indeed. weapon for
0: Herman. Um, the other somewhat quirky piece, uh, the weapon will also periodically pass on to you inane advice, and when at, while wielding the weapon, you feel the overwhelming urge to help uh, protect or serve the common man. So this often comes at the expense of whatever else you're trying to do.
2: Does this advice come from the wielder of like as far as role playing goes, will that come from the wielder of the glaive or are you going to come up with advice that the glaive gives us? Gives oh,
0: us? I'm going to come up with advice. I love it. Yeah. It <laughs> feels <laughs> like a Not thing not to only have. am I going to come up with advice, I've also come up with a voice for the glaive.
4: Yes.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> so excited. So,
3: yeah, I was really excited about it because it was in my inventory and then I was like, nope, not for me. Don't need any more voices in my head. Thank you very much.
1: Wait, how many Are you voices sure? do you have Could in be your head right now? <laughs> okay. my,
3: se- my self-doubt talk in my head is loud enough for mm,
2: everybody. I gotcha. As opposed Yay. to Herman who doesn't have enough voices in his head.
1: <laughs> yeah. Herman's got <laughs> it. It I want Herman. Vincent
3: and the Glaive to f- argue with each other. <laughs> <laughs> And Herman's just on the side going,
2: do, do,
0: do, 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 So we pick up in the archive room. Uh, Kitty, you just did a medicine check to determine how, what shape Kenny is in. Uh, he did take a shark bite and what looks like a hit from the glaive. Uh, so he's not in the best of shape. But um, he's alive. I did heal him. But he's alive. Um, you were also with uh, the doctor who is currently kind of cowering in fear behind one of the shelves containing books.
4: And she told, or they told us, uh, that they need to proceed forward, correct? That we're not done? That we Uh, correct. There one. are still things to be, uh, retrieved. Okay. Well, I say we proceed forward and get the fuck out of here. Treble doesn't have a lot of health, so he's, <laughs> he's ready to get back. <laughs> I can see you're scared, Doc. You just stay behind me. Or maybe stay behind Red. Uh, Herman's a little uh, uh, chaotic. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Whatever you do, don't stay behind Treble because <laughs> you will get murdered.
1: Red is like no, the he, smallest. He, he will get murdered, and
3: then blade. you'll watch him die in front of you.
4: Or maybe do stand behind me because you're the doctor and you can heal me every you time. But that's, that's a good call. Down. Stay as close to Treble as you, do... you can. <laughs> Do you want the job? Do you want a permanent job and just be my permanent doctor? Yeah, how do you feel about overtime?
3: I believe she's a doctor of, like, history, not a doctor of medicine. But okay.
4: Trouble doesn't know the
0: difference. She, she'll she help you, but only with medical knowledge from, like, 3,000 years ago. So, so put, so
2: put, put some, some dirt on Johnny.
4: it. Yeah, put some dirt on it. Some... Uh <laughs> bleed you out it so just <laughs> starts cutting just me That's the leeches yeah <laughs>
0: okay um, so the way that this is set up um, you all had basically made it into the first probably quarter of the room um, there's still uh, there's still quite a few shelves and you can't actually see the end of the room uh, stretching out in front of you, uh, the blast from Treble's horn did dissipate some of the murkiness, but it is starting to kind of become murky again as, as sediment collects. There are three rows, making for a total of I think that's four shelf, four like rows of shelves,
4: and it's books on these shelves. Uh, there's right? books.
0: There's also containers for th- like non-books, so. Kind of, kind of similar to the room wh- which had the magical door. There are some boxes that just have like bags of coins or bags of just tchotchkes. Um There's a couple like very, uh, very decayed, but like pieces of what looked like royal clothing.
4: Treble's gonna peruse the shelves and try and find the weirdest non-book item. That's in here. The weirdest non-book item. <laughs> Interesting choice. Huh.
0: Okay. Go ahead and roll an investigation for me.
4: Uh is that a sixteen or an eighteen? I can't tell. Sixteen plus seven is twenty-three. Okay.
2: You find an egg that says stress ball on the side of it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You find an early edition Pentium 2. No, uh, you find... (laughs) You find a Zune.
2: (laughs) That's how you know it. You can
3: point to a very specific time period from where this came from.
0: (laughs) No, what you find actually in rummaging through one of the bins is an ornate brass, what looks kind of like a gun or like a blunderbuss. That's ooh. that's been carved such that the barrel and then the o- the mouth of the gun is like an open mouth, ooh, with a face
4: that's like yelling in kind of an angry manner. So when you say uh, when I hear blunderbuss, I picture. it. Like a two-handed shotgun kind of thing is that? Um, what you're yeah, yeah. So one-handed. So the big
0: thing with the blunderbuss is that it kind of flares outward, um, because it is like, as you said, a very primitive shotgun. It's single-barreled, so not double-barreled, but yeah, it kind of flares out. I'll find a picture of it and uh, okay, and post that.
4: Okay, so.
0: Oh, here we go, here we go. So, something kind of like... Unfortunately, the quickest image I could find is from Super Mario, so ignore the fact that it's
4: pixelated. Something like this. (laughs) Ah, okay. Okay, so for our auditory listeners, it looks like a... Almost kind of like a... uh, Something you'd find, like, the Pilgrims using, like, just a flintlock, flintlock gun with a wooden handle and like almost like a trumpet looking uh, head on it.
0: That's a very, a very good way to put that. Uh, Yeah. Like a trumpet kind of flaring out at the, at the end. Um, But it is all ornately carved. It's like a brass barrel.
4: Okay. Is it in like a a locked box or anything like that?
0: Um, It might've been at one point, the wood, it looks like there's like the pieces of a box within a dip within a larger box um but the what it was originally stored in has decayed
4: trouble's gonna grab that okay and are there any like bullets around it or does it just look like a decorative piece
0: there aren't any bullets around it but you do notice that the gun is actually cocked
4: <laughs> All right, yeah trouble's gonna grab that and pick it up and take it with him okay
2: Is he gonna uncock
4: it, or is he gonna leave it
2: ready to go?
1: Does that mean that he's just carrying around this weapon that could go off in his pocket at any moment?
4: Well, it's not big enough to put in my pocket. I'm gonna be carrying it around, like
1: okay, but it could. Okay, well,
4: well, here's here's the other
0: thing to consider. Um, Assuming that it is in fact a real blunderbuss, it's also been underwater for an undetermined amount of time. (laughs) So the the powder, (laughs) the powder, if there is any, is gonna be unusable. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So is there is there like a uh, like a shoulder strap or anything that or like a way that I could jury rig it so I can just have it kind of hang
0: yeah, my back? so there's a loop that runs through the butt of the gun such that you could hang it. You wouldn't have to jury rig anything, okay,
4: so I will just kind of string that across my back and make a mental note that I want to try and find somebody who can fix this for me, okay.
0: Cool. Um, Does anybody else want to uh, search for something weird, or are we we laser-focused here?
3: Uh, Laser-focused. I I mean, I think uh, Kitty is just searching around, finding anything, because we're here to help them find anything of historical value.
0: Right. Also,
3: she's just looking for something, anything that looks like... Because they said we could keep anything that doesn't have historical value, but it's cool. So... Those two things. Kitty's looking for historical value and stuff that will either make them money or help them not die.
0: Okay. Go ahead and roll investigation then. Uh,
3: 14 plus 9, 21. 23. I can do math. I was going
0: to say that's 23. Uh,
3: 23.
1: <laughs> I can do math.
0: Okay. So you find on one of the shelves covered in like covered in like this oil soaked cloth, you find a book that is carved with Kebran runes and is coated in gold. Um, I will also add this book to your inventory. Um,
3: oh, okay. To so make it's not it... a book that I'm giving to the doctor, I don't know. Put it in my inventory first, and we'll. I, see I'll, I'll put.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go with let's go with that for now. But based off of everything you've seen so far, it does look like something the doctor would be interested in.
3: I'll just call out to the doctor, uh, 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 uh. I don't know if she can hear me, because she did the bubble before, but I'll just be like, uh, 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 like, waving my hand and then, like, waving the book. Uh, uh, uh something? Uh, maybe? So,
0: so the doctor will come over to you and, uh kind of inspect the book, and then she'll make the motion like she's going to put it in her own satchel.
3: I'll look at it in my inventory later and be sad about what I gave her.
0: <laughs> well, I, it, I guess it, it won't be... It, I don't think it'll be that much of a loss to you specifically. Um, go ahead and roll a d20. Four. Four okay, so on one of the shelves, uh, you do find, um, a just a flat bar of gold that has been stamped, oddly enough, stamped with a seal from Bastalone.
3: Great, that belongs to us. It Goes right in my bag of holding.
0: Into the bag of holding. Okay. Uh, does anybody else want to search?
2: Uh, yeah, Herman will search.
0: Okay, um, go ahead and roll investigation. Uh, nine minus one, so eight. Sounds
2: about right. <laughs> oh boy, okay. Um, <laughs> I read that Herman's going to find something useless and then
4: try to it to the doctor. He looks at the shark and he's like, oh shit, guys, there's a shark over here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what you find, um, tucked... Into kind of the back end of a shelf, you find a flask of. It's not really clear what color it is, but you can tell that it's a very dark liquid that's been sealed in this glass vial, and the stopper on it is intricately carved to look like a
2: uh like a whale's head. That's fun. Um, I show it to the doctor. I'm like, hey, hey doc, is this valuable?
0: She looks at it and then looks at you and then just kind of shakes her head.
2: I'm gonna keep it anyway, and I put it in my. my She's body. like, "That's
4: the equivalent of a paperweight in this world." <laughs> <laughs> it would be at that
0: point where the camera pans back and she points to like a pile of them in the corner. No, sell <laughs> no. um, those
3: as trinkets.
0: Yeah, <laughs> very good prices. The best prices in town. Uh, red, are you gonna be
1: looking for anything? I will look, but I my <laughs> investigation is shit. I mean,
3: yeah, it's better than negative one. I bet
1: it's negative one. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna but it's exactly uh, one. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I rolled eight a well? sixteen. Oh, uh, yes, my intelligence is also eight. So yeah, I got I a fifteen
3: our dumb little boys so, <laughs> we're dumb. they're so cute
0: so you find a uh an intricately carved torch uh it's a metal metal torch rod that has been carved with these beautiful scenes of like vines and flowers and nature
1: nice uh, can i keep it yeah. To, have to give it to someone.
0: <laughs> I mean, it does. It doesn't have the same like it's. It's been. It's clearly from a different culture, just from the way it's designed. So if you were to show it to the doctor, she would just shake her head. Oh. So you'd be okay to keep it. Okay. Cool. Um, and I will add that to your inventory later.
1: Fantastic.
0: So everybody gets something. Uh, and I got a paper for yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, actually, all of all of these items will be interesting. Um, having said that, um, Kenny reaches into his like he's wearing the diving suit, but he still has like those bags that people sometimes like a diver's bag, like strapped to his leg, and he reaches into that and pulls out um, a little pouch. And from within the pouch, he takes, like, this bioluminescent goo and smears it on where he got bitten. Um, and you hear this "arg," and you see, like, the wound start to mend itself. After a few moments and Kenny wincing considerably, he kind of gets up and walks in a circle like he's trying to get circulation back into his feet or something. I just gotta walk it off. Well, gotta walk it off!
2: <laughs>
0: After this, he... Uh, he lights up another flare and starts walking towards the the opposite end of the room from what, where you came in.
4: He's walking that way?
0: Well, he, he's walking towards the end of the room you haven't been in yet, so... Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, sorry, I, I phrased that very poorly. Uh, okay, Herman follows him. At the very end of this room... Uh, the shelves stop and it looks kind of like the what you're seeing was previously hidden but because of the um, geological collapse is now revealed. Um, you see rubble like there was there was a false wall and behind that you see the edifice for another tomb. Um, Similar art style to the one that you saw before, um, with a couple key differences. Flanking this tomb are a pair of probably 15-foot statues. Uh, One has the head of an ibis, so a stork-like bird, and the other has the head of a crocodile. Uh, Both of them are carrying large weapons in each hand. So long, kapesh-like swords that are crossed in front of them. Arms crossed in front of them.
3: And the kapesh ones are like the Egyptian ones that were like long and then had a curve in them?
0: Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And then carved uh, above this tomb in common, uh, you can read the following. Entombed in gold in Kebra's land, this monarch of the golden sand, in pitiless respite he still waits, defending all against Hell's gates.
3: Who the fuck is this? Who the fuck is this?
4: So, I have a question. Uh, Is this the... uh, I look at the... the Well... Either the face carved on the wall or any of the depictions that we've seen. And I want to try and remember back and remember if this person, this king, was... If I saw them at any point in the flashback that I had or that I went into. I'm going to say no. Not this particular king.
0: Okay. Yeah, so... You, the, the body that you guys discovered previously in the in the room with the magical door was Sakesh III, i.e. I. Sakesh the Obscure. This one, it's worth noting, the tomb is actually much more ornate. And based off of your knowledge of Kebran culture, um, it would be very rare to have these sort of guardian statues around a common tomb. So this is probably a, an important king. Uh, it it would seem so, uh, especially
1: since it was hidden. Also,
3: keep, keep grave robbers away.
1: I just realized that we're grave robbers. We're gonna rob this grave. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, I mean, we're yeah. Yeah, we're gonna um, rob this grave.
3: <laughs> but we're also trying to bring like the historical stuff to the surface to the people of Kebra, so it's not like. We're taking it anyway.
2: That's what the British said. <laughs> it doesn't make us not... No, but the out. British took it
3: back to England Leave it to is, no, no, is the problem. We're not taking it back to Bachelorette. That is true. The British
1: Museum is full of stolen artifacts that don't belong to them.
3: Yeah, they I didn't can not say we're it. going back to Bastillon. It's fine. We're taking it back to Kebra. We're taking it to their people. It's fine. <laughs> We're here with a doctor of their people. Everything's fine. We're not colonizers, okay? We're not horrible English people.
4: We don't know what the doctor's going to do with it. (laughs) I'm sorry to all of our British listeners.
1: The (laughs) British know what they did. The British know. They know. They know. We're American. We have fucked up a lot of things we know. Yeah. (laughs) Our whole country came from them. What do you think? That are listening to our podcast are not in charge of the British Museum. I promise.
4: (laughs) The head of the British Museum is like takes off his headphones, he's like, Well, that's the last time I listen to that (laughs) podcast.
1: (laughs) I really like your British accent. I do too. (laughs) Uh, oh, if only Treble
3: were British instead of, you know, a wild and crazy guy. <laughs> it's uh, not. He'll
1: not
0: he'll very he'll good. get accursed That's at some point and fun. have to talk in a different voice. Yes.
2: <laughs> I'm here for it.
0: I take from you everything, most notably your voice. Yeah. Um, we are
3: underwater. There's plenty of sea witches.
0: That that is
4: true. <laughs> that is. Is true.
3: That's their whole deal.
4: Are there any footprints in the sand?
3: Only where he carried you. <laughs> Damn it! You <laughs> beat Damn me too. I was trying.
0: <laughs> um, not that you can see. Not not by this particular place. No.
4: Okay, we start snooping. Yeah, I'm gonna look for any sort of traps or anything that maybe might turn these uh statues to life so like pressure plates or any sort of anything like that roll investigation you to take uh, a 19
3: le- level in rogue too i mean
4: geez. what was that
3: nothing I
4: 19 heard. 19 okay i don't need to bobby cuz my investigation's really high as it is ha ha ha
1: you mean to tell me this whole time, Treble has Plus been intelligent? Seven. Yeah. God damn it! Yeah, you can be smart. He did go to Bard College. Um, He's a college so, what graduate. you discover?
0: Uh, there, there are a couple of, for lack of a better word, security-like measures around the sarcophagus. Uh, there's a pressure plate at at both of, like at both ends of the sarcophagus because it's a rectangle so both of the short ends there's a pressure plate right in front of it where the handles some of the handles for it for the lid would be Um, there's also a groove that's been carved into the space above the sarcophagus that has uh, some sort of magical energy going on with it
2: Herman is not as careful. He tries to just take one of the weapons out of the hands of one of the statues. Oh, no.
0: Okay. Uh, make a strength check.
2: That is... I think it's 21. Yeah, 21.
0: Okay. Um, so... Okay.
2: Okay. Um, <laughs>
3: It's the okay followed by the sigh that
4: always <laughs> me. It wouldn't be an episode without it. <laughs> no, it, yeah. I think I think it would. I think we would still have an episode without
0: you. No, we it. couldn't we couldn't do it. We just couldn't no, do it. No. We it just
3: couldn't go on. We just couldn't.
0: Yeah, we wouldn't air that episode. It it loses something, I think.
3: Certain quoi.
0: <laughs> Certain quoi, As they <laughs> say. Yeah. yeah
3: sorry, I keep interrupting you
0: no you're good um so uh the thing about the weapons is they're they're quite a bit longer than your average weapon because they're proportional to the size of the statue so it actually is somewhat difficult for you to rest it you like pry one of the fingers off of the grip and then it just like snaps back in place like a mousetrap sort of um so you are not able, actually, to pry one of the swords out of the hands.
2: I had a feeling I wouldn't
0: be able to, but I had to try.
2: You had to try, and that's what counts. That's all
3: it that counts, buddy. He at least tried.
2: Yeah, while everyone else is doing important things, Herman's just going to keep pulling this finger and having it snap back in the hopes that one of these times it'll stay and he can get it out. <laughs> okay. It's like a raccoon. Also, I would trap. be
3: worried if a statue has a snap-backable <laughs> finger... That's what bothers me about the whole thing.
2: A smarter person would be concerned about that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Alright. Uh, I'm going to investigate these pressure plates at the edge of the sarcophagus and maybe bring the doctor or Ken- uh, probably Kenny over with me to also take a look. Okay. Um, so are you rolling or are you... Well, I just want to see... Uh, I mean, I just want to see anything that I can pick up on these pressure plates. Like, if, they were, if we were to stand on them, would they trigger the... Do they open the door, or do they trigger the uh, um, statues to come to life?
0: It's not really clear. You can feel a little bit... Like, if you were to press on them very lightly with your hand, it does feel like there might be a mechanism underneath uh, okay. possibly linked to the sarcophagus itself
3: hmm
0: um, while you're thinking about what to do uh, the doctor is going to come up and when she sees the sarcophagus um, she I mean, it, it sort of loses uh, impact or loses significance when it's underwater, but she kind of starts jumping up and down, like, for joy. But because it's underwater, you know, you do the little jump and then you float back down. Uh, <laughs> um, and she immediately signals to Kenny. And you see that she makes the bubble again, but it's just for the two of them. And it lasts about 20 seconds and then Kenny reaches into his his diver's bag and he pulls out um, a pair of, like, they look like sacks of maybe gelatin, like this kind of gel-like substance. And he walks up to the sarcophagus and he places one of these bags on each of the plates. And... He speaks a little word. The bags explode. And you see this oozing purple, p- pinkish purple goo um, dissipate from the bags and then sink into the cracks below the uh, below the plate. So, onto the mechanism. And he gives you a, a hand signal treble. And he's like, wait a second. And... Um, you see that if, at, for a se- for a couple seconds there's nothing, and then you notice a ton of bubbles coming out from below each of the pressure plates. And after a few more seconds, um clearly what Kenny put on the plates was acid because the plates actually float up and are like burned away from the mechanism below.
3: Did they like harvest from like a like an ooze because <laughs> that's why it was jelly. Like a gelatinous ooze or a pudding.
0: A pudding? Yeah. A something. Pudding. Something not of this earth. Uh, something, yeah. Something
2: nasty. We'll just say. Kenny's okay, just got a bunch of multi purpose fantasy ooze. Well, <laughs> like, I mean, what? Yeah. This is my healing ooze. This is my C4 ooze. <laughs>
3: <laughs> my acid ooze.
0: Oh. He's got an ooze for everything.
3: That boy's got an ooze for everything.
0: <laughs> Yikes. Uh, that's a sentence I can go without hearing, I think, for the rest of my life. this
3: podcast because it better stay in is all I have to say. Well, that's fair.
2: That's fair. <laughs>
4: How were we supposed to convince people to listen to our podcast if every time they hear us say, "Oh, we don't even listen to our own podcast"? Okay, okay, I have okay, I, over I have again, remedied I hate that. The
1: sound of Henry my voice. listens to the podcast. I
4: do listen to the podcast. No, Henry, does. I I
1: and remedy it. it. I am subscribed
4: to good our constructive p- feedback.
3: I am subscribed to our podcast and get a notification every time a new episode posts on Spotify, like all our listeners should. Nobody wants so to listen I know to their when own they're posted, voices. They just don't listen to
1: it. <laughs> Nobody wants to. Listen
3: I know to their what own happened voice. in the podcast. I was there.
4: <laughs> so when when those float up, does that do any trigger anything, or did they seem to have like make the trap null?
0: um it does seem to have nothing shifts with the statues um okay but you do see bubbles
4: rise from the lid of the sarcophagus treble knows that it's not gonna work but he's gonna like put his rapier in his right hand and have that blunderbuss like tucked under his left arm (laughs) even though he knows it's not gonna work he's like i'm not dying again okay
0: um kenny motions after after a few minutes actually the bubbles start to dissipate and kenny points to you herman um and kind of motions for you to take one side of the sarcophagus lid
2: okay i go and i help him lift the lid okay
0: um i mean it's a stone lid so you're able to maneuver it out between the two of you but it is pretty fucking heavy Um, but you maneuver it to the side and you find the intricately mummified remains of some figure of Kebran nobility. Um, I say some figure because there was a name carved next to the little poem but it was kind of worn off so all you could really read was like, the characters for N-E-H, and then the rest is worn off, so Nehet something. But within you find, these mummified remains, you find an ornate pharaoh's crown. You find next to it uh, a pharaoh's staff, which the the head of it is this carved golden cobra with ruby, well, not ruby eyes, Like, these black uh, obsidian-like eyes. You also find another book. uh, Very similar, in fact, to the one that you found, Kitty. Um, Except that this one has been inlaid with malachite. Instead of gold. But it is carved in the same way. And finally, wrapped well partially wrapped and with the pharaoh's hands clasped around it is an intricately carved kapesh sword uh made of gold and with a handle of ivory
3: so i I just is the body
0: holding the sword yeah the hands are the hands are clasped around the handle of the sword so I if didn't. you if you recall from the documentary film Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, when they find <laughs> uh, when they find yes. that knight, he's got like the, he's got his shield and then he's got both of his hands on the sword, like pointing down towards his feet. It's like that. Ah,
4: the historically
0: accurate, yeah, Jones. yeah, yeah.
3: That, yes, yes, yes. that archival footage.
0: Yeah, archival footage. That's a great way to put it. Yeah, the pharaoh is also clad in an ornate breastplate uh with this gold and kind of lapis lazuli textures to it so gold and like a bluish turquoisey color carved um somewhat disconcertingly there's a giant skull face in the middle of it that's like kind of uh, its mouth is open in like a scream <laughs> like an um,
3: intimidate like an intimidation yeah. factor like Yeah like a, like a, this is what you're going to fucking look like later
0: Yeah that sort of thing. Uh worth worth noting too that same screaming skull is carved into the pommel of the
4: sword as well. Um I, I look at red and do like the point at my brain it's, it's for message. I I message you
1: what's that? For, yeah uh,
3: mess- you, uh, messages is, is their whispers that's not sending you don't get it in your brain You just hear whispers did,
1: did, did. In your yeah
4: well treble doesn't know how this spell works <laughs> so he just thinks that it shows up in his brain um so uh red can you uh the ask canley and the doctor if this is the one that we're looking for
1: yeah, I mean it seemed like from the whole uh, jumping thing that it probably is, but I'll ask him. Um, <laughs> I messaged the doctor like, "Hey, hey doc, is this the uh the the guy we're looking for?"
0: Uh, Dr. Percival almost forgets to respond to you. She's just like she's making these furious scribblings on that piece of slate stone that she brought with her. Um, But after a second, she kind of shakes her head and comes back to reality. And she looks at you and she's like, okay, so here's the thing. Um, We didn't know that this tomb existed. Um, This is an unprecedented archaeological find. We thought that, uh," and she points to the sarcophagus, we kind of thought that this was just a, a folklore sort of thing um but in in reading these inscriptions and she points to the side of the sarcophagus which has like more detailed but very old kebran script in it so equivalent to like hi- hieroglyphs basically um according to this this is the tomb of themenehek the intolerant um
3: <laughs> he hadn't he couldn't eat dairy
4: he, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah uh well renowned for his legendarily poor temper and and lactose intolerance but nevertheless uh perhaps
4: that's why he was so furious in battle um
1: couldn't eat cheese <coughs> no he was that. the
4: worst he's lactose and gluten intolerant <coughs> yeah um
1: anyway. yeah that that would make me pretty mad too if i i, I couldn't eat cheese
0: he famously he's the son of Thuminos, the insufferable, um, really quite an unpleasant family by all by all accounts, nevertheless um, truly a a magnificent archaeological find um, the uh, the sword there uh, is called the sunbreaker, truly a uh, a magical artifact of no small power um. It will have the pride of place uh, once it gets back to the museum. And to say nothing of all the rest of this stuff, kind of gesturing at the contents of the the sarcophagus.
1: Okay, I I turn back to Treble and I'm like, this isn't the guy we were looking for because we thought this guy was apparently a fairy tale, but he's actually real, so we're pretty excited. He's intolerant.
4: Cool. Do you want me to get that sword or?
1: Nah, they want that sword for a museum. Oh, they want all this stuff That's for right. a museum. They're pretty excited.
4: Indeed. Oh,
2: okay. can anyone hear this or are these like DMs? No,
1: these are back, these and, are forth back and forth between the two between of Between me and Treble. Thought so.
3: <laughs> yeah. These are D. These are brain D or uh, ear D. I'm up
1: in Treble's DMs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, Triple's
4: going to kind of go up and do, like, look at the look at the body, like, do the, like, hover really close to it, but he's not going to touch it because he, no, he doesn't want to ruin anything. But he's going to, like, ho- hover really close and, like, look at it, kind of squint and, like, just look at the mummy. Like a dad What's supervising another dad at a barbecue? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. You're, you're going to you're gonna flip that mummy anytime <laughs> soon, or... Uh... <laughs> We're just going to let it
1: sit there. Let's get it kind of... Uh, grill marks. <laughs> yeah. Get it kind of black. It's an
4: interesting choice for those grill marks today, bud. You know, but, you know,
0: <laughs> this is your grill. <laughs> I don't know that I would have mummified it that way, but... Uh,
3: but, you know, know that's, it's your house. It's your
0: it's house. Your yeah. Oh, you
4: you grill your mummies with the lid open? Ugh. See, I usually do. Uh, I, I
0: like, like to have a crust, dead. so, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, in doing that, go ahead and roll perception. I can do that.
1: The mummy reaches Ooh, up. I can choke that.
2: <laughs>
0: Gives you oh. another flashback sequence. A <laughs> uh, nine. A nine? Okay. Um, you do not notice anything out of the ordinary.
4: It's just a cool ass mummy. Yeah.
0: Oh actually I guess that's not totally true. It the mummy does have a bit of a death mask. So carved out of what looks to be porcelain. Um just has a, the mask kind of like you've all seen Tutankhamun's mask nowhere near as ornate as that. Think of that but just like made out of this flat white stone. Um unblemished and inlaid a little bit with silver around the eyes and nose to give it a shape and an outline but is the
4: is the head of the mummy propped up
0: at all um it's it so the body appears to be resting on like a little slab within the sarcophagus so
4: it it just looks flat okay so treble's gonna look at herman And it's going to give him, like, the motion of, like, watch this.
3: No, 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 don't desecrate this man's grave.
4: He's going to take the wig of the vampire off of his head, and he's going to put it on, like, as as carefully as he can, he's going to put it on the mummy.
1: I think that's great. I think Red looks at that and goes, nice.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Right?
0: (laughs) Interesting. Um... So, even in rigor mortis, the mummy's arm starts to rise
2: oh. off, of, off of
0: the sword to cover half of its face. Oh, yes. It's
2: <laughs> yes. so um, Which actually so happy.
0: sort of works out for you because it does make the sword easier to, uh, to get. Um, what you but notice also though. Also, this in mummy doing is that, alive,
3: guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what you notice though in doing that, the there is a signet ring on the mummy's finger, or one of the mummy's fingers on the right hand.
4: Does it look like the ring that I have on?
0: Uh, it looks very similar art wise, but this ring appears to be made entirely of like a smoky quartz. So it's partially not quite transparent but a little bit transparent. Can I
3: Um is any is, is, is anybody going to be upset about the fucking mummy moving? Like what does the doctor do? And Kenny that the mummy is facepalming. So Did Kenny
0: is actually uh, what you didn't notice before is that there was a chest behind the sarcophagus and that's what Kenny is focusing on. The doctor kind of looks over and She, I mean, she's dealing with the hieroglyphs on the front, so she's not super paying attention. Um, She does perk up when she sees the mummy's arm rise into the air, and then she kind of just gives you this reproving look with a very slow shake of the head.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But it doesn't bother anybody that the fucking mummy is moving.
0: And then she actually—it annoys her so much that she conjures the bubble, and she's like, "Tumenehek would not tolerate this."
4: Oh, is he intolerant of fun too? Don't if I ta- if I take the wig off the head, does the arm go back down? Correct. <laughs> so, I was gonna make it dance by like lifting it up and putting it back down, <laughs> lifting it up and putting it back oh down. My so, god. it just looks like he's like moving oh his arm. Oh
1: my god. The um, statues are gonna come alive. I love can it. Can you us.
0: do me a favor and roll a. Uh, <laughs> roll initiative.
3: <laughs> yeah, you know how like the, the ring race like just stab through the beds? That's what these mummies are, or the fucking statues are gonna do to us. They're just gonna stab right through us while you fucking make the mummy dance.
4: Can you roll a dex save, actually? Before I do, because I'm making it dance, can I roll performance, and if I get high enough on performance, do I get advantage on my dexterity save? No! Let's cross that road when we come to it. Why don't you
3: roll <laughs> first and, and okay. see?
4: Uh, 19. God damn it.
2: Is that performance or dexterity? Uh <laughs> <sighs>
0: Yeah, sure. Why not?
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
4: uh, that is a 25, so everybody is super impressed by my performance. <laughs> yeah. Impressed. I'm so sorry, Henry. <laughs> I'm so okay, sorry. Okay, so, so what, what's
0: going to happen, actually, since you rolled as well as you did... Um, you notice that one of the swords falls from the statue with the crocodile's head. And you notice that the hand that dropped the sword shifts ever so slightly. And you hear, Stay your hand, boom of Bastilo.
1: Oh yeah, your name is Um.
0: <laughs> Do not disturb the body of our lord.
1: Do we all hear this oh. or
3: just him?
0: No, you all hear it. Like, there's a visible shockwave in the water for how booming that voice is.
2: Well, Herman was very interested in those weapons, so I think Herman runs over to pick it up.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I will talk to you about getting that added to your inventory later.
3: Nice. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I'll talk to you about that bad decision in a minute.
0: Well, yeah, that too. Um, anyway, uh... Let's not wallow in our grief.
4: Uh, Uh, Okay, so Treble will heed the warning and take the wig off and put it back on himself. Wait, you were wearing the wig this whole time? (laughs) Yeah.
0: The wig and the cloak. So, you're telling me that you went through this entire dungeon with your hand in front of your face?
4: Uh, That is correct. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) <laughs> I, he's been like stalking around this whole dungeon just fucking like with his fuck. eye in front of his face fucking
2: <sighs>
3: fucking fuck I can't
4: believe
0: this has happened to me
3: I can't believe you came up with those items
0: <laughs> okay, one, I, def- I I think that they're great items. I they think aren't game-breaking, great items, and right. they add flavor. So I just great. can't believe that you as a character would have done that for this entire... Yeah, actually, whatever. I whatever. think that's I, great and I incredible,
1: and I think everyone should go make some fan art of, <laughs> of this. Of Treble <laughs> sneaking through an underwater dungeon with his hand in front of his face.
3: Wearing... A very bad Dracula wig. Yeah. And yes. a Dracula mm-hmm.
1: cloak. I think that's good.
0: As so that was the crocodile statue speaking to you. The statue with the head of the Ibis also turns to you treble and makes direct eye contact with you. And with this thunderous sound speaks to you and says
1: As penance for your disrespect. You will take this gift.
0: And materializing around one of your fingers is a ring, a very plain ring made of iron.
4: Oh, shit. Is it the gift or is it penance?
0: Because those are kind of like two different things. The statue pauses for a moment
4: and says,
1: I think you'll find it's both.
4: Treble is pimped out with rings right now. <laughs> He's by got the way. a lot of he rings. He looks like... He is just pimped to the nine with his rings.
0: And then, before finishing, the statue says... A reminder that our Lord is always with you,
4: wherever you may go. Oh, do I need to start, like, going, like, door to door and, like... You gotta start can praying, you see people man. of the good word? You gotta pray.
0: You seem ignorant of the legacy... Of whose tomb you disrespect. But let me just say, Thumenahek was known, in fact, for going door to door. Perhaps not in the way that
4: you would think. So not like a Jehovah's Witness? Like, not like that kind of thing? Uh, can I tell what this ring does? Nope.
3: <laughs> you will eventually when the curse sets in. Because it's definitely fucking cursed, you dumb fuck.
4: Oh, how I sorry I won't fuck with your episode. No, 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 it's co- it's cool. It
0: was, <laughs> it's it was, something. It's fine. It's fine. It's no, it, it I, won't. I was
4: gonna do. I was gonna do more, but we can we can proceed. Oh, no. We can proceed onward. Well, now this I kind of want to know. Is this how you so. Well, in Treble's Treble's mind, a third ring has just been added to his finger, and so his eyes, he's like, well, fuck it. I see a fourth ring right in front of me. No! No! So he's going to reach down and (laughs) try and... Oh, okay, so
0: actually I was kind of hoping you'd do that so that we could get this sequence. Um, After watching what what has just transpired with the ibis-headed statue... uh, Dr. Percival comes up to you, and just as you're about to grab the ring, she, like, grabs your wrist and gives you, like, a firm... a firm head shake. Um, And... she takes from... she also has, like, the diver's bag. And she takes from that... um, a scroll and unrolls it and it's basically it's like just a thick piece of paper with these runes carved on it and she takes another little bag full of like it's kind of hard to tell it's some sort of powder but she places the powder on this on this uh parchment and you see her make this intricate sign and this bright yellow flame just shoots up for a second and the runes on the page start glowing um, you can make an arcana check if you want to find it out. If you want to take a guess at what she's doing.
3: I mean, I'm going to from far away being like, well, what the fuck is she doing?
4: I I got a five, so I do not.
3: I got an 11. I probably also don't.
4: You,
0: yeah, doing. you don't. Uh, uh, But after a moment, the flame dissipates and... Uh, Dr. Percival herself actually reaches in and very carefully removes this ring um, and places it in, in her satchel. She also has made some sort of hand signal to Kenny to start taking things out of this sarcophagus. Um, and they're moving with very clinical precision. Like clearly these are trained professionals who have done this before.
3: Yeah. Uh, can I make like the the motion of the bubble around our heads to like ask her questions?
0: Uh, yes, yes, you can, um, and she will pop it, uh, so you can ask your questions. Uh, uh,
3: um, do we, uh, uh, I'm guessing we're gonna leave the body here? Uh, are we just uh, are we just looting? the tomb or 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 are we uh, 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 what are we doing
0: no i'm everything will go uh we we prepared for the possibility of finding a preserved or partially preserved corpse so kenny has brought his own uh we've used this before it's a very specialized device for Hauling uh, remains, interred remains like this. Uh, we will be storing each of these items, and she points to the crown and the book and the armor. We'll be storing these in one place. Uh, the sword, and she points to, uh, yeah, the ornate sword will be coming uh, with us in a separate container. The body, Kenny will handle himself um the staff we probably will not take into the well we'll keep it uh we won't study it any further though it has somewhat of a of a malevolent reputation
3: um But you're not worried about the the talking statues or the the movie had the mummy was a uh, moving and, and uh, maybe has s- sentience
0: uh no no I'm not um, what you just witnessed I performed a rite and communed with the dead for a little bit um I've made peace I've made peace with the spirit for now uh this is not the place this is not the place that two men wish to be buried we are going to take him back and enter what remains he wishes in Kebron land. In old Kebra.
3: That does make me feel better. Uh,
4: quick quick world building question. This would technically still have been Kebran land though, correct?
3: Yeah, it's cor-
2: just
1: under, under cor- water.
0: Correct, um, but in in terms of Kebron history, this would be the part that was settled like built on more recently um okay old kebra like the actual desert part of kebra has been around for a very long time and like settled for a very long time um so like most of like the famous kebran rulers um like your Kashefs or your or people like that are all entombed there and have, like, these big-ass mausoleums built to them and monuments and such.
3: But he was brought here with that other guy for some reason.
0: Yeah. Um, And actually, I'm glad you mentioned that because I was going to bring that up. Um, It wasn't uncommon for rulers to kind of be buried at the battlefield. Mm. Um, So especially if there's not, like, an easy way for the body to get back. But Percival concludes by saying, I, despite, and she gives Treble a nasty look, despite the impertinence of some of your members, um, I believe that I have made peace for the time being, and his guardians will allow this to happen
3: great I just wanted to make sure that we weren't doing something that was going to you know lead to more fighting and probably him dying again and and maybe curses for the rest of us for forever so is there anything we can do t- 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 to help get all of this done as quickly as possible
0: uh yes um make sure that the way to the temple entrance is open um and uh what i will also ask you to do is to take this and she hands you a A flare, but it's a different kind of flare. So previously you had flares that were giving off like this reddish glow. This one actually shoots off a bluish glow. So it's a different color altogether. Take this and fire it uh, at the temple entrance.
3: Uh, Okay, I will will do that. Thanks. Um, And then I'll just motion to everybody, being like, Let's go. Let's go check the entrance.
0: When you reach the entrance, go ahead and uh, roll perception. Well, actually, actually, I take that back. Uh, are you going to pop the flare first? Or are you going to, like, yeah. What do you? Well, I
3: mean, I I would make sure, like, because she said make the do- make sure the door is open and everything. And I know that we the 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 maybe that team is still down here somewhere. So yeah, I, before I'm like drawing a big attention to myself with a flare because I can see in the dark. I would first look around, just making sure that like everything is good to go. We are we are def- strike team alpha defense for this lady and Kenny. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna make sure that we're not like as soon as they get to the front that they're gonna get stabbed
0: (laughs) gotcha okay So yeah
3: uh 18 what am i making perception
0: uh yeah perception
3: 18 plus 8 26
0: okay um actually i'm not even sure if that is perception i always get that fucked up uh can you actually roll survival or is that going to be the same for you
3: oh no survival will be much different survival's plus two so if we take that 18 it's a dirty 20.
0: oh okay well that's fine um so what you notice you do see two sets of footprints that are new um but they are walking away from the temple that you're in, and down the steps.
3: Do they look like any of the footprints we saw previously?
0: Yes, you see uh, the webbed foot, and you see uh, a booted foot.
1: Maybe we scared them off by killing their shark man, and they're running away.
0: Who can say? Um, if there's nothing else, though, popping the flare will... Allow uh, the goblins above to maneuver the boat and actually lower like this basket into the water, so that things can be put into it.
3: Cool. I will, as we're as the basket comes down, I'm gonna hand, I'm gonna take the glaive, I'm gonna look at uh Red and or Herman and be like, meh shoulders. Like one of you take this." And then I do the the fingers at my eyes, and then just like make the fingers look like scan around to be like everybody just keep watching out. We're here for the doctor and to watch what's going on.
1: Let's do our fucking job. All right, that sounds good. Um, I think I think the glaive feels like a Herman weapon to me. Um, if Herman wants to take it.
2: Uh, I think Herman goes, I don't need it. I got this. And he holds up the weapon he just took
4: off the statue.
1: Uh, okay. I'll take it.
4: <laughs> you can use martial weapons, Dan? Uh,
1: yeah, I think so. Yes. Martial and simple weapons I can use.
3: Because a paladin, baby. So if you search Glaive of the Sea, I bet it's...
0: You can get it. Uh, I can add it to your Henry's sheet. Henry's going to put it or in there.
3: Henry can add it.
0: Yeah, I will add that. I'll add that now. Please hold.
3: Please hold while I add magical item to your character sheet.
0: Your item is very important to us. <laughs> okay, it has been added basically what happens is kenny very carefully maneuvers the body into it almost looks like a leather body bag but it's hard to tell because it's murky but he maneuvers it in there and he puts his hand on it and you see like these glowing runes and beams of light kind of crisscross over it like sealing it up basically and he also attaches a little floating bag or like a balloon um, that causes the body just to float but not to f- like float up into the ceiling and he just maneuvers that through these passageways it takes about an hour um, and all of the items are loaded into the basket lowered by the crew of gravlocks, nox, Appomatox and socks and then you can ascend back to the boat.
2: Back to the boat. Hell yeah, we
1: made I... it out of the water.
4: Trouble's like, I can't wait to get back to see Base. He is just ba- base is, is taking fucking... a nap.
3: Yeah, he's a fucking cat. And he's laying on the deck, not giving a shit.
2: Base did not know that you la- noticed you left.
3: <laughs> or care.
4: <laughs> just kidding. Base noticed. Base was very sad you left. Yeah. Now he was climbing like on the rigging of the ship. He's like going up as high as he can and doing crazy shit with his gloves. <laughs> his little <laughs> his spidey lit- gloves. leather booties.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I want fan art of Spidey Glove base so bad.
3: <laughs> pay for it, baby. Pay do
2: it. I also want fan art of uh, Treble wearing the wig with one hand over his eye, trying to throw paper wads into a garbage can and missing over and over again. So <laughs> just pile next to the garbage <laughs> can with no depth perception.
0: that's pretty funny um yeah so uh once everything is back on board uh the cruise starts there's like a special cargo hold built into the wave ripper and they just load uh the various things in there um dr percival comes up to you all as well uh thank you for saving kenny and uh for the protection, uh, we didn't expect to find uh, this a find of this magnitude and this cultural importance. Um, I will see to it that you receive a significant bonus for your efforts today in helping the Kebron nation.
3: Uh, thank you, and uh, I'm I'm g- glad nobody died.
4: Just so. Well, I almost did, but. I'm tough, baby. And he starts recounting the tale to base of how he almost died, but, like, he's making it super dramatic, and it's like, I was in the shark's mouth, and I was, I was punching it over and over again, and it's just <laughs> super exaggerated. Mm.
1: I like this. There's That's really it. no downside to this lie, because it's to a cat. Yeah. Who <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: knows? It's okay to lie as long as it's to a cat.
1: As long as you just lie to a cat, <laughs> it's fine.
2: That's what cats are for, right? Holding your lies? For
1: you to lie. <laughs> for you to lie. <laughs> cats-, <laughs> cats are repositories for your lies and deceit.
3: <laughs> That's why they give no shits about my- the real world, because they're just fed lies their whole life.
0: So, the wave ripper makes a nice little U-turn and uh, starts heading back to Kuru.
4: Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Dial M for Magic. Your cast, as always, was Jordan Fugit as Treble, Bobby K. Cuffner as Kitty Bradley, Dan Rogland as Red, Nathan Pierce was the voice of Herman Cranberry, and our esteemed Dungeon Master was Henry Rogland. We want to thank our fans for bearing with us as we took a week off, just had some things come up in life, but we're right back at it again and super excited. This was one of my favorite episodes we've done in a while, and the next one is equally as funny, so I'm looking forward to sharing more with you. If you've got some time, make sure to head over to our Patreon and take a look at all the things that we have to offer there. We're starting to get on a new schedule for our early releases of our episodes, as well as you'll get the unedited episodes and episodes this is a work in progress. You know, I'm learning as I go with this editing, and I've really enjoyed it. I've got some really fun things coming down that I'm looking forward to, and I'm really looking forward to to learning more as I go. So thank you for bearing with me during that time. Our next episode will be coming at you on October 13th, and we look forward to seeing you then.